Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Whether you're just getting into your fitness journey or you've been working out for years, there's one important lesson that you'll hear time and time again. Nutrition is key. Yes, staying active is important and weightlifting is crucial to maintaining strength. But the foundation of a healthy lifestyle is fueling your body properly. Dr. Emily Lance says a common nutrient that people focus on is protein. Our body uses protein from plants and animals. And most proteins that we eat are made up of amino acids, which are the building blocks of proteins. And there's 20 different amino acids that our body uses. Nine are essential, meaning our body can't make them. Lance is an assistant professor in the Department of Nutrition, Metabolism, and Rehabilitation Science at the University of Texas Medical Branch. She says that while protein replenishes those nine essential amino acids, it has many more benefits. Dietary protein helps build, maintain, and repair muscles. It also aids in bone health and hormone production. However, it can be difficult to calculate how much protein you need. The current recommended dietary allowance is 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day. Now that is also confusing because, you know, we don't even use kilograms. We weigh ourselves in pounds here in the United States. So to break that down, for the average 150-pound adult, that's about 54 grams of protein a day. The calculation can also be converted to 0.36 grams per pound of body weight per day. But instead of thinking about our daily intake, Lance believes we'd benefit more by tracking our protein at each meal because our bodies don't store protein like they do other nutrients. You know, we have fat reserves in our body. We all know that. We have a place in our body where we can store carbohydrates for later in the form of glycogen, but there's no real protein reserve. So if you eat protein at breakfast, that's broken down and the amino acids that comprise those proteins are used by several different tissues in our body, most importantly being skeletal muscle to turn on machinery to rebuild skeletal muscle, but then they're not available. So if you work out at night, all of the protein you ate at breakfast is already gone, unable to help repair the muscles you're working. That's why Lance says that including protein into all three meals in your day is the best way to optimize skeletal muscle health. You really want to eat your protein, maybe a supplement or snack, you know, protein bar, drumstick, whatever, you, however you want to get your protein, really needs to be consumed within 30 minutes before or 30 minutes after that exercise bout. Making sure each of your meals has 25 to 30 grams of protein may seem daunting at first, but Lance says it's not going to turn your meals into a buffet of chicken breasts and eggs. In fact, you may already be hitting the recommended amount without even thinking about it. 
for example, if you have a serving of a lean protein like fish or chicken or pork or lean beef, those will all provide between 25 to 28 grams of protein. So if you have a very moderate serving, so about the size of your palm of your hand or a deck of cards of lean animal protein, that's really sufficient to meet your protein needs for a meal. And while meat tends to have a high amount of protein per serving, people who are vegetarian or vegan still have great plant-based options. You just may have to be creative about your plate. Though both types of protein work for our body, Lance says there is a difference between animal and plant sources. And what really differentiates plant and animal-based proteins is that animal-based proteins, the profile or the composition of amino acids in animal-based proteins more closely matches what our body needs. And there's also a difference in sort of the food matrix of plant and animal proteins, because we don't just eat a protein, we eat a whole food. So if we eat a steak, that's going to have primarily protein plus maybe some fat and a few micronutrients versus a plant-based protein like a bean, which is going to have that protein, but there's also some other phytonutrients in the food matrix that can alter how our body's able to absorb the amino acids that are available. And so we actually use a scoring system to rank the bioavailability of proteins from plant and animal sources, as well as the amino acid composition. And so in that scoring system, animal-based proteins rank a little bit higher because they're a little bit more digestible and their amino acid composition. The term bioavailability refers to how much of the nutrient our body is able to absorb and use. Each food is ranked using the digestible indispensable amino acid score created by the Food and Agriculture Organization. In that scoring system, animal-based proteins rank a little bit higher because they're a little bit more digestible and their amino acid composition more closely matches what our body needs. So animal proteins rank a little bit higher, but some plant sources like soy has a pretty good score as well as pea protein is actually a pretty good source as well. So now that we've established how much protein you should be eating in a day and that many of us are already hitting that number, Let's talk about supplements. If the average healthy adult is already getting enough protein, who actually needs to be using these products? There's this growing consensus that for older adults, they might need a little bit more protein to support muscle health as they age. So what happens once we hit around 35 to 40, sort of approaching middle age, is that we start to lose muscle mass. So we really hit our peak muscle mass in really like, 20s, 30s, and then we start to lose about 1% per year or about 10% a decade, especially as you hit 50, 60, and then in your 70s, you really start to decline at 3 to 5% a year. And so what happens is even though you step on a scale at 50, if you have a number there, that's your body weight. If you step on a decade later and you weigh the same amount, your body composition is starting to shift where you have a decrease in your muscle mass and an increase in fat mass. So for adults 65 and older, Lance recommends a daily protein intake of 1.2 grams per kilogram of body weight versus the standard 0.8. If people find it difficult to hit that higher protein amount with just their diet, that might be a time when protein supplementation would be appropriate. And so it's not necessarily a recommendation. It just, for some people, maybe they just they have trouble finding, you know, because of satiety or dentition issues. And so protein supplementation could be appropriate. 
but it also is not necessary if they're able to get it through their diet. And physical activity is, especially as we age, is just as important as our diet. If we're not moving, if we're not doing resistance exercise, it becomes more difficult to maintain our muscle mass and function. Whether you get all of your protein from your diet or supplement it through powders and shakes, it's still just one of many nutrients that we need to function properly. Since it plays such a large role in muscle development, fitness communities tend to really focus on protein in particular. But Lance says you don't have to go overboard with your protein intake. In fact, the key to a healthy lifestyle and diet is balance. This segment is part of our new series called Kitchen Chemistry, where we do a deep dive into common ingredients many of us eat every day. You can find more information about Kitchen Chemistry, Dr. Emily Lance, and all of our guests on our website, radiohealthjournal.org. For more behind the scenes, follow Radio Health Journal on Facebook, Instagram, and X. Our writer-producer is Kristen Farah. Our production manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal. I love much of what we have to offer in conventional medicine. It's just, it's often too heavy-handed for many of the common problems that people are living with. Have we been relying too much on medication to fix our problems? Then how to heal plantar fasciitis before it becomes a chronic problem. You can also have acute plantar fasciitis on top of plantar fasciosis, chronic. So you can have both acute and chronic. All that and more on Radio Health Journal. I'm Elizabeth Westfield, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. You can give it descriptors like be brief, be informal, be professional, be kind. Don't quite know how to interact with AI? We dive into all things chat GPT this week. Then somebody is worried about me, is seeing me, and is trying to take care of me. Maui, Morocco, Libya, how to help victims of natural disasters in more ways than one. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.